Hey, hey, this is the Department of Promethean Science, stealing fire from the gods to make a better life for you and me. It is Monday, May 28th, 2012, Memorial Day, so uh, happy Memorial Day. Uh, hope it's going well for you and you appreciate the sacrifices of those that have come before us. Um, on the podcast this week, I have uh, Marty Scasbo, who is a, a great improviser that I had actually never had the opportunity to improvise with before, but I, I really enjoy watching him. Every time I see him in a show, I, I think he's a really compelling, fascinating character, and so uh, I wanted to have him on, and it, it schedules worked out, and I think that we had a, a really great time. Um, I, I'm pretty excited about this scene, so uh, I hope you enjoy it, too. Um lot of uh, kind of business to get through uh, before we get to that, though. Um, if you have a suggestion that you care for me to use in a podcast with a guest, please send it to the email address, which is prometheanscience at gmail.com, P-R-O-M-E-T-H-E-A-N, science at gmail.com, um, with the uh, subject line suggestion, then whatever the suggestion is in the, is in the body. Any other kind of correspondence, please feel free to send it to that same email address with any other subject line. Uh, also, very exciting news, um, CIC is uh, doing a series of workshops here in Chicago, four-week workshops. Um, the first one begins in June and runs for four weeks. Uh, it's taught by Farrell Walsh on the uh, forum Close Quarters, and he's following that up with a, a scene work intensive in July. And then I'm going to be teaching a class uh, on ensemble play uh, workshop um, in uh, mid-August through sub the beginning of September. Um, so uh, they're $90 classes, I think, um, for four weeks. So uh, hopefully that's uh, affordable, and, and I know that you know you can kind of fail to bring a, a great uh, a great experience and I will certainly do my best the thing that I know is that the two folks that I, I've heard that are already signed up for my um, workshop are phenomenal improvisers so at the very least if you also sign up for my workshop you'll get to work with a great ensemble so you know maybe that will be the lesson that uh, great people in a great ensemble wind up producing a good experience no matter if your director is crazy or not, um, sometimes the case. Uh, in any case, I, I, I think you should check out cicomedy.com and uh, uh, slash classes, and you'll find more information on that there. Um, I, I think it will be worth your while to have some fun in the summer and uh, check those out, whether ferals or mine or, or any combination thereof. Um, let's see. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, you know, I was rolling out of my house the other day, and uh, I just had my my iPod on, or my iPhone on shuffle, and what rolls up but the Ghetto Boys song "Fuck a War," um, which I thought was really wildly inappropriate for Memorial Day weekend, um, but it did put the Ghetto Boys in my head. And if uh, you have the kind of stern stomach that um, won't be thrown off by truly shocking material, you should go go seek out their album. We can't be stopped. Um, it is overall either great or ridiculous or some combination of both with only a few songs that aren't that great. Um, the aforementioned Fuck War, I think, is both great and ridiculous. Uh, passionate, though ridiculous. The whole premise of the song starts with the draft board calling um, Bushwick Bill, the member of the Ghetto Boys, who's both a, a little person and someone who's had one of his eyes shot out. I mean, in real life, that actually really happened. 
informing him that he's being drafted for the first Gulf War. So uh, there's a lot of um, kind of maybe fantasy elements at play there in setting up the setting up the song. <laughs> but um, I, I mean, I remember being in high school and, and my parents and I kind of being a little bit, uh, you know, worried that there may wind up being a draft uh, at that time when Gulf War, when the first Gulf War happened. So I was probably tapping into something real and uh, true. There's at least real feelings there. Um, and, it, you know, it's worth your time, ch- it, like, going back and looking at the catalog of rap music before it became an actual genre, you know, when people were still uh, deciding whether it actually was going to be a genre or not, and then all this great music was coming out there. Um, so, um, yeah, a little Memorial Day um, uh, little notion there. Um, okay, well, uh, let's get on to the scene. Uh, here's uh, Marty Scasbo and I improvising. Um, to a suggestion from Cynthia Lambert, my mother. Uh, thanks, Mom, for the suggestion. That suggestion is empaths. There's a warmth in this room. Mm, I feel settled already. Yeah. 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 Yeah, this is good. I think yeah. we made the right choice. Yeah, I can definitely open up now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Mm. Let's just... Settle down on the divine. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, I'm wide open. Yeah. Oh, boy. It's hard to say what upsets you yeah. to the person that's causing all the upset. Yeah, well, because you don't want to start it. You don't want to start a feedback loop. Where... Right, right, because a lot of people have that defense mechanism. Yeah. Not you, not you, not no, you. I, but no, I'm sure I'm just the same. I'm they, just the same They hear as something bad about themselves yeah. and immediately they, de- yeah. they deflect it and they, put it back on the Because they already feel it. bad about themselves. Right. They got it. They're making their own reasons. And manifest into anger rather than... Yeah. Instead of healing. Right, right. It's unhealthy, but in this room, oh, in this room, I can do it. Easy. Easy. (laughs) Easy. Okay, lay it on me. Well, it starts in the morning. Yeah. I can be a bear. Yes. And most people, I mean, I don't want to bring up past relationships, but... It's okay. Normally, I think I would feel very uncomfortable, but comfort's the name of the game here. I'm comfortable. Go ahead. Good. Compare me. Compare me to what has gone before. Good, because most of my relationships in the morning, that's the... That's the time when we're closest, and I feel like you push me away immediately, uh, yeah. physically and emotionally. I'm not all there. I'm no. still in... I'm still partially in the land of dream, and I love it there. Do you realize that you're pushing me out of bed? Literally? I... I am on the floor before I you get, wake up? I didn't... Wow. You have reason to be very upset with me. I didn't... I just thought you were a much swifter riser than me. Every time I opened my eyes, you'd be standing there glaring at me. And honestly, I thought, well, I'm not ready for this. I'm not prepared to engage this way. I'm waking up. Give me a break. Right. Give me I have a that, goddamn I have that, break. I'm, I, I have that inner battle myself. I, I'm, part of me is thankful that I'm awake, and, and I... I don't think I'd be able to to be as alert as I am in the morning if it wasn't for that kick in the butt. <sighs> no, I feel also, bad. I yeah, feel bad. It's also tough to... I didn't realize I'm a monster. 
<laughs> what are you dreaming about every night that puts you in that violent area? It's being pulled away from it that creates the violence. You're I'm, in your I'm, happy place? Yes. I'm dreaming of sailing in a boat made of candy on a sea of molasses. Everything's sweet. There is no pain. Just a world of sugar and candy. And then I see light creeping in. The sun, my mortal enemy, wrapping its fingers around my neck and pulling me away from my sea. And that makes me violent, makes me struggle, lash out, do everything to fight the sun. I didn't realize I was kicking you. I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm not your dawn. I, if you could think of me as your sunset, Oh, I'd love to. That's why I'm so. That's why I'm so cuddly when we go to bed. And I'm trying to grab onto you with both hands and drag you into my candy wonderland. I want you there. I wish I could be there. I wish you could be there too. Here, place your palms against my palms and let's close our eyes. Okay. Uh, this is your captain speaking. The waves are a little choppy today, but don't worry. Nothing bad can happen here. Worst case scenario, something accidentally goes in your mouth. And you get a little sweet blast of delight. Mm. Oh. Oh. Oh, yes. The seas are yeah. heating up. Yeah, oh, I feel the warmth of the sea. Oh, right through my boots, into my stocking feet. Oh. Raise the sails. Yes, there they Raise are. Them. Oh, the riggings. Oh. Oh. Yes. I'm going to go down on you. <laughs> Next time. <laughs> so that we can talk about it oh man that was uh that was so fun man that was really really fun i mean we've never played together before i've never had the opportunity and not even like you know i don't even know if we've actually ever been in the same show before but that was so easy and i thought it would be so i'm really happy that that uh that that worked out because i think that's one of the things i I just love watching you because you're so um you just have so much heart you know, and, and patience too. So you're such a compelling person to play, to watch. And I know going into it for me, I was like, I was just like, I feel very relaxed because it, it, it just, and I had the sense that it would be easy. So it was really fun for it to be easy. Yeah. You know, I feel like that's the thing when I, when I watch you play, I mean, I'm just, and I, I, I think this is the, the appeal that you probably have is that, uh, like, there's there's a that, that sort of magnetism there where I'm just like wait, waiting and watching and hoping to see see you play you know and sometimes you're surrounded by um, more like aggressive forces that like wind up 
having you play less, but then whenever you play, everyone realizes that like it, you, you're the you're the best thing going on, and so it should be, we should play to this, you know. So it, for me, it's like I can be a very aggressive player, but having seen that dynamic happen so many times, of like, well, here's the guy who really knows what he's doing, and if you just give him the space to play, it's going to turn out great. <laughs> it's like I'm like. Oh, well, then I'm going to give him... It's going to be real easy for me to give him space because I just want to see him play. I was talking to I was talking to, uh, to Ellen and Kyle earlier about how you, you know... Because Kyle didn't know, didn't know you, but, like, you, you really remind me of Seth Dodson, you know? Like, that kind of player of, like, this, you know, just, like, uh, just someone who has exuded so much warmth <laughs> and plays and tends to play, like back halves of shows you know like may not show up very much in the beginning of a show but then all of a sudden is the heart of the show in the second half or two thirds of it so so that was really fun for me to, to, like to be like to put like get you in a two person scene and be like it's gonna be so easy for me to like slow down and I think that's what it, you know and then of course a, a great suggestion for it empath yeah it's like you yeah. know Oh, we're supposed to feel what it, we're supposed to understand each other's feelings and feel what we're each feeling, you know, and uh, I think that was a really great choice that you, that you made too to like make it simple because I think there was a part of me like going into it where I was just like, okay, we'll we'll actually be like psychic empaths and like you know like the, which is like now I'm like. It's just so much narrative, but actually being like, let's sit down and talk to each other. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Of course that's going to be what really works is like a scene about trying to understand each other's yeah. feelings. Any excuse for two people just to talk about each other to yeah. each other is follow that. Yeah, 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 you know. And it was like with that, it's like, you know, I mean, I've, I've, beat my voice all the hell this weekend but also just made me like be like I'm really feel invited to slow down and like just be just go at a very easy like low grade pace and just like this is this is just feel it you know it's like I felt the um, quiet the quiet storm well it's also the characters right from the beginning that it was exactly how we set it up that they were just gonna be that relaxed and that with each other yeah, yeah yeah well and I like too though that you that you had that that they're at, they're, they were dealing with something together you know and I think that's something that you know it's like when I when I coach it's something that I wind up talking about a lot where I'm just like it's okay to fight you know it's but you really like in order for it to be like real or compelling or something that is worth watching the the, the people that are engaged in that conflict have to care about each yeah. other more than the conflict, right? So, like, the actual, the fact that we're actually trying to work something out was like, oh, man, this is really fun. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I'm willing to admit, because I care about you, I'm willing to admit culpability in what I'm doing or, like, you know, what's, you know, just like, and it's like, oh, there's moving pieces here. There's something that we can do together and it will all work out. Mm -hmm. you know? So. That was, that, was, that was cool. I, yeah, but I don't know. I mean, so I've already done most of the talking. What was that What was that experience like for you? It was, I mean, it was just the easiest thing. Uh, I don't even know how to, because I wasn't, I was not thinking about what we were doing whatsoever. Yeah. I never had, like, a thought that came into my mind and uh, tried to weigh, like, the negatives against making a move. That, <laughs> right. Because it was, it was just very, very straightforward right from the get-go. So I didn't, it wasn't 
nothing was a struggle at any point whatsoever. It was just yeah, I like that. I, I like that that way of saying it too. Like the 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 how you how you were sort of like I didn't have to feel like I made to make a move, you know, because mm-hmm. that's something that. I think, you know, it's like sort of moves are something that you regard after they happen, you know? I much prefer, like, naturalistic play and, like, yeah. being driven from um, from from being someone, you know, uh, and having and making the, the choices of things that are important to them, you know, rather than, like, right. playing as an... Play, play, playing as... Actually playing as a character rather than playing as an improviser who has to push pieces around yeah that's the part that worries me the most when I'm in a show and I'm realizing that a move that I have to make is not coming from a character Mm -hmm. not coming from a viewpoint or an emotion and I'm like I I have to very heavy handedly force this in (laughs) and try to do this as seamlessly as possible sometimes it just has to sometimes there's a crutch where I like uh, make a joke out out of it to, to force it in just over the top something or other um, yeah, and it just doesn't never, feel as good. Yeah, never, yeah. never that fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's it, yeah, it just feels so um, artificial. And I don't know the way that yeah, the way that I want to play is to like sort of permit myself to be transported, you know, to like become something else, sure. to understand something else, to like just have a different point of view. Yeah, you know, it's just like so to when it starts to be like sort of you know pulling strings and you know it's just too it's too much it's not it's not really the sweet spot you know I want to come out of a show and be like be able to look back on it and and be like realize what I've done rather than be like oh yeah I was these were all the moves that I made you know right it's like I want to be like wow well that was (laughs) cool that that was in me (laughs) and managed to come out yeah you know it's like it's it just feels like a richer, richer experience. To me. I've been struggling lately with a couple shows um, where I feel very, very in my head, and I'm remember and like after the show, I'm beating myself up for each moment that 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 happens during the show. And there was a show that we'd had a couple weeks ago that I thought was kind of mediocre, but I got off stage and I realized that I couldn't remember half of it because I was like, I had so much fun in that show, but oh, yeah. I was not thinking about anything I was doing, and that was like the best show that I've had. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. a long time because I was just not thinking about it it was all from characters and just yeah yeah that's awesome well so I mean I think that's the thing is that it, this is kind of like a you know since it's a, a, a process of creation right like it's a creative endeavor right so the thing that is going to be the most um, compelling about it is going to be or, or you know the most enjoyable are moments of inspiration you know like where it's not uh, an, it's not like an intellectual task of of labor you know but rather bursts of inspiration that wind up carrying you through things so I mean that's that's what it where what it is or it's like where the fuck did that come from like I have no idea but man I am really happy that it showed up yeah <laughs> you know and that was yeah that's is it's that's it was a, a a lucky series of happenstance so I have to make sure to thank my mom for <laughs> Sending great, uh, great suggestions. It was funny this time, you know, like in the past, she'll send in a suggestion and then include like a little story about why she sent that particular thing. <laughs> and it's all, they're always just really funny. <laughs> but this is just the, sim- the simple one word and great, great starting point for, <laughs> for going, going for more. Mm. Pardon me. I have a little 
That was a little sip of water. <laughs> um, you know, so I think it's it's funny too because it's. I wonder. I mean, did you have like a really like in your mind a real kind of like? It, I was very much. It was very easy for me to access my mind's eye with that. You know, where like. Very quickly, I think just because of the tone, I could put my body into. Like, I could feel it, you know? I could feel being in a room with a sofa and, like, being like, yes, this is right. Let's mm-hmm. settle down to talk, you know? Is, is that, did you, like, what's that What's that process like for you? I mean, how much do you, do you, what's the, how, how do you set dress with your mind, you know? Because it seems like you go places, like, you, like, you're very believable, you know, at being something. Mm-hmm. And it seems like some part of that is being able to take on uh, a reality, you know, that's not my extremely cluttered dining room. (laughs) Usually, I'm a a very visual thinker, I think, in pictures and everything, and so when I'm on stage, I very rarely do physical moves. I mean, like, when I'm in a scene, like, I don't often give myself, (laughs) give my hands things to do, (laughs) but... uh, You're not not cutting two, so it's... Cutting two steaks (laughs) in exactly the same way, side by side. So it's it's not obvious to anybody watching whatsoever, but I have a very, very clear image of where I am, like, down to very minute details of, like, everything around, it just, like very quickly comes together for me. That's and so fun. Yeah, please, please go go on. So so inspiration comes from all those kinds of things. And yeah. it, it may seem like out of left field if you're watching me and I make some kind of, I talk about something that, but I can like see the room that I'm in and so things will, will influence me. Very strangely, when we were doing this scene, sitting here, I saw the color of the walls and like I didn't have a mental image whatsoever. Oh I, yeah. I was picturing. Well, it's funny because we, we. I was. I put these characters in this room that I could just see the color of the walls, but then I. I imagined that we were like lying in bed together. So, <laughs> um, in a different place. Yeah, that's so. It, it's really. I mean, it's it, it's a, it's really interesting that you that that's the way that you engage um, engage your scene reality too, because I actually feel like I've got a very similar process, you know, where. Um, I, I also, like, you know, like, have almost, like, a second set of, like, brain eyes, you know, where it's, like, uh, overlaying, even as, if it's just a black box room, overlaying the everything that's that's there and trying to settle down into that reality, and it's really kind of, it's, it's it really helps immerse me in what I'm playing, yeah. and, you know, the, um, and I feel like I'm this. I'm very much the same way. I very rarely like start off a scene with some kind of bit of physical bit. Pardon me, business, like um, of an activity. And I think a, a a huge part of that is that I am. I think when I start a scene, I want to start a scene engaging with some somebody. Mm-hmm. And so it's almost like if if I'm if I've got a physical activity then I'm going to be focusing Divine on it attention. But yeah and it's almost like I want to even I may start a scene having just done something mm-hmm. and in my head I've just completed doing something but now I'm turning my attention to my scene partner that happens more often than not and then maybe in the course of the scene if it makes sense yeah I will wind up interacting with something but you know I think more often than not what winds up happening for me is if I start with Usually I have a bl- pretty blank physicality, but a pretty rich 
um, sense of where I am making mm. those choices and then having it alter based on what happens in the course of the scene. But um, if any, if, and yeah, so physically neutral, but if anything, um, I, I lean on things because that's what I actually <laughs> do in real life. You know, it's like I, and that's part of everyone's impression of me is leaning on, uh, on counters and door frames <laughs> because in real life I lean on counters and door frames and it's, it, that to me is actually almost like a, um, is, is, is just a very instinctual way to, if I'm picturing a place where, and this happens fairly frequently because I think there's kind of a, something metaphoric about coming to someone and starting a conversation with them if you're at a door, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. So there's there's something that, that pulls me to that kind of arrangement a lot. Like, I will do a lot of, like, oh, I'm starting a scene and my hand goes up to the door frame. <laughs> and, you know, because that's just the, what, how I might... It's how I might actually engage in a conversation. It's not even... I'm not even thinking about... It feels like if you're cutting your steaks or working on your car engine or whatever, you're having to put so much effort into, like, constructing it rather Mm -hmm. than just having it be. But if I'm leaning on things, it's like it's already there. I'm just like, I know... I know where the apertures are. I know where the the things are that I can rest rest myself on like I would in real life. So, you know, I'm, I'm... yeah, I'm like largely physically neutral unless I'm resting on a door that I can picture or on a counter that I can picture. You know? I more often than not bring a chair with me into a scene so I can start <laughs> sitting and then at some point uh, uh, have the act of standing up be very uh, lend itself to like the the emotion of the scene. <laughs> yeah. So it's a very clear like change of, of stage picture so that. But also it's just easier to improvise when you're sitting I guess I'm lazy (laughs) (laughs) well you know it's funny I mean I think that's that that is another it it presents another kind of like um, tone to start sitting you know there's almost like it it, (laughs) it's rare to start a scene that has a great deal of urgency if you're sitting right you know Mm -hmm. I mean, so it's like that's there. There's there's a tonal thing there too, and I don't think you know it's a doesn't have kind of quite the heavy duty weight of of like you know a very specific piece of business that like could be unbelievable object work, but maybe really hard for your scene partner to interpret exactly what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So that's that's another thing where I think it's kind of like a little bit of a challenge sometimes. Of sort of like what are you know you're not really bringing somebody in if you're manipulating all of your widgets, yeah. you know, like in a very specific fashion, then it's like, well, they've got, you know, if somebody comes into that, it's like, oh, they've got something. Um, it, it, I think that the natural reaction to that is like to put somebody on their heels and be like, okay, they've clearly got something. I don't know what it is. I need to wait for them right. to go. But if they're absorbed with the activity, then they're going to keep going. And then, you know, it's it can trap somebody coming into a scene. It's it, the only thing to do there is like the person coming into the scene is like, if they're not going to be engaged with, it's just going to have to make a judgment. And if that's not what the thing what they were trying to do, it right. is now. Yeah. yeah. So. And you see that exact same th- exact thing happen all the time. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. 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 Most shows. Hmm. Yeah. Much yeah. Every single scene starts that way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I think it's one of those things where it's like, we. I think sometimes we're, we're coached to do stuff like that, you know, and maybe it's to change things up and, 
and you know that all that all that stuff but it like anything it should I think it should be purposeful yeah. you know instead of like done because every fourth scene should start that way yeah. <laughs> you know it's I would uh, love to be if I was doing something that I had a very clear picture of and someone said I was doing something else I would think I would love that because it would surprise mm-hmm. me and I'd be able to react to it like immediately yeah it would be so yeah. you, you would be freed of all the uh, expectations that you put on yourself yeah. and that's very much the way that I that I like want to play is like I I want to be given something I never like I never want to work before a scene <laughs> and set it up I des- desperately want to be endowed with something so I can be like oh okay that's what you want well here's what I think about that and just react you know it's so it's so much easier and more fun and I think more um, it just winds up being there's more magic in it <laughs> you know it's, it's my feeling so anyway the dog went off so um, is there any uh, any last uh, thoughts about the, the scene or the this experience or anything else that you don't feel like you got a chance to say that you like to um, there was something earlier uh, what was I going to say I'm not gonna be able to put it together well right now. Oh, it's okay. Um, we were talking about coming from. Uh, oh, we were talking about putting putting things into scenes very heavy-handedly, and uh, I didn't want to relate this just to the Herald, but there's parts where you're forced to try to bring themes back and that sort of thing that it's really hard to do. Uh, yeah. If you aren't involved early in the show, which is. Yeah, well, you know, I think it's one of those things where it's it 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 should also be naturalistic, right? You know, where um, it we get too like prescriptive about um, ownership of certain things in shows, you know, especially if we if we make the mistake of like, oh, these two people own this piece of the show, and we'll see them over and over and over again, and that's like almost the the path towards the least interesting possible show. It's like the, it's the it's the sharing of stuff and being able to keep moving it extra people deep that actually makes things interesting. I think so. You know, I I, I kind of feel like for thematic exploration to you know we're not going to solve everything and it's a ruse to think that you know we're going to have some ultimate statement. All we can do is kind of harness the ability of. A, a complex organism of multiple brains to like think on something and maybe come out with a question or an observation at the end but certainly no solution you know because I mean you know, we've got a whole society nine people are not gonna are not gonna like they're gonna have an opinion and if they say that opinion is the truth then that's gonna ring hollow but I kind of feel like like a fresh voice on something later in a show is something that we should be open to and can is extremely valuable you know because it's like well everyone else has done what they're gonna do here's that extra piece that pushes it pushes it and that's but you know that can only hope happen if people um like are uh, cognizant about not owning anything like it, that it's all shared mm-hmm. I mean here's me as the hippie but you know <laughs> we're all in this together man <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so anyway, uh, cool. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Yeah, Thanks thank for you. taking time out of your day. It was, this was a ton of fun. It's always so, I mean, it's fun when I, you know, I, I really love watching so many improvisers, and I really, like, think there's just tons of great improvisers, and uh, many of them I've never had the chance to play with. So actually having the, the opportunity to play with you for the first time and have it work out where it's, like, uh, make where I don't feel like a... a 
shithead that can't work with somebody great <laughs> is really, it's just nice. It's nice for me. I, I, I'm going to take that and be like, oh, okay, um, I can do this every so often. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Marty. Yeah.